left the host of Source Conversations, and this is episode 17, and it's a special episode because it's our three-year anniversary. Yeah. Three years. I can't believe it. I got my the rest of the social crew with me. Say what up to the nation. Hey. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Mac. It's just just saying peace to the world. Three years, man. My knees are definitely not twenty five anymore. Wow. I can't believe it's been tw- three years. Like, I'm like, wait, you used to- did you just say three years? Like, yes. really? Going to our third Oh, season. my gosh. Wow. Like, we really are the OGs. Um, um, yeah, seriously. Um, wow, this is this is amazing. Three years, three-year front trip. Like, it's been great, guys. So many great conversations. And the one thing that stayed consistent is the fact that there's just always shit to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so to three years yeah. that's, that's dope hey i'm telling you hey happy anniversary to the all the saucy conversation listeners that's been out there you know grinding out with us uh and three years went quick man i hope it went quick oh, for yeah. everybody else you know what i mean because uh we you know we try to have as much fun as we can uh, even when we distance and uh we've been able to do it so you know, big big ups to you know Uncle Jay, you know, for holding it down and holding yeah. everything together. And uh, you know, the sky's the limit, man. So uh, I'm ready to get it on. You know, happy three years, everybody, for real. Young fat on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it's been three years, and you know, like your guys said, they've been so fast. Um, so many great um people on the show. Uh, shout out to everybody who has been on the show already, and shout out to everybody who wants to be on the show in the future. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of um, emails and yeah, um, definitely, definitely get you guys man. on the show. Um, we got a, a couple of new things. We got a couple of new sponsors for the show. Um, that's mm. that is going to be announced oh. in a couple of weeks uh, when we record our first. Exciting, episode. yeah. So we got two new sponsors, and I'm working on the third one right now. So we're in negotiations right now. Um, but Dang shout it. out, shout out to. Um, our sponsors who sponsor us for the first two seasons. Um, shout out to Click A Vodka, who will be sponsoring us for our third season. Click A the whole family over there. Um, we are sure. actually um, we want to send a special thanks to Zodiac Cigars, um, but we are actually um, partnering ways with them. Uh, shout out to Andy and everybody uh, who gave us a you know a chance. Um, and we appreciate you guys for supporting us and you know. Smoke them if you got them. Yeah, if you need us again, just let us know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Uh, definitely. Um, we also have also have a spinoff show coming on. And that will be announced in a couple of weeks. So look out for that. It's going to be a debate show. So All right. stay tuned for nice. that. Um, I want right. to send a special shout out to you guys for, for Dad, Renee's Matt. Know, yes, for, sir. You know, for uh, appreciate it. Being with me on this show and on a journey and uh, many more to come. Absolutely. I don't want to start crying, Jeff. So <laughs> just, <laughs> just calm Absolutely. down, okay? Calm down. <laughs> of course. Uh, I wouldn't have it any other I wouldn't be in any other podcast yeah, I appreciate besides you. this one. 
Definitely appreciate you. Big, big, bigger things on the horizon, man. Jada will be calling soon. We'll be at the red <laughs> table still. <so. laughs> we just got to keep grinding out. We good. We good. What y'all yeah. doing over there now? <laughs> yeah. Um, do, Whoa. Do you guys want to ask you guys? Do you guys have like a favorite um, show or like a favorite moment or just like a favorite anything of social conversations that you guys want to share with the audience? I think my favorite one will definitely be the um, gender versus gender, yeah. um, where Annalise, sexes. Kathleen, Battle of the Sexes, yeah, our Battle of the Sexes uh, episode yeah, was, was so good. fun, so memorable. <laughs> it was around Christmas, and it was just so like it was like the one episode that the hours literally it was like three hours that it felt like one. Like right. it was just right. an amazing episode. We learned a lot from each other, so. Yeah, 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 huh? back, yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah, what about you, Mac? What do you think? Uh, me, I, I gotta go back probably one, two, two that, um, that stood out for me most, um, would be in season one of uh, the show we did with uh, Doggy Diamonds, Peace to Doggy. Oh, yeah, 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 that was so, a good one, yeah, that was and, dope, yeah. I think we did, I forgot the number episode, but I believe it was around the holiday time, and we did a drinking game. That oh, one was, yeah. was funny. I think we, we, had a, we had one too many shots that night. <laughs> yeah, we just fucked up. <laughs> I think it was, me, it, was, it was me, you, Dad, and Uber, right? Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was the good one. We were still in the studio for like an hour and a half, two hours. <laughs> trying to oh, oh, man. Oh, wow, man. wow. Well, hey man, one of my one of my favorite episodes. Actually, I've got two, and this it, it has nothing to do with subject matter. It has to do with location. Like you know, when we when we first started out, we were down at the little you know shoebox like you know recording <laughs> studio. <laughs> got them. We used to be crowded. We used to be crowded in there like in a clown car. Sardines. Shit, uh, <laughs> that was so much fun, man. It was. That though. was so much fun. It was it was intimate and it was so much fun. And then um, and I thought we would lose something. When we, you know, graduated to the, to the, uh, you know, moving on up like the Jefferson's when we went to Brooklyn, nah. but uh, but the chemistry was still there, and so just the two locations is what stand out to me, and 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 the way that the the whole environment just kind of just you know transitioned, and, and we didn't lo- we didn't miss a step, but damn, that shoebox was a trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I got two, yeah, man. I got two favorite um, moments. Um, one. Um, uh, um, it was that one. Um, yeah, the, the battle of the sexes was one of my favorite, and the Christmas episode we did. Oh yeah, we just fucked up for that one too. Yeah, that oh, was good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, when we get back together, we gonna have to really, really, really christen a couple uh, yeah, crispy yeah. like click bottles. You know what I mean? Nice and cold, <laughs> extra, extra cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also after, like after the the recording, like we all go out to eat afterwards. That that was like pretty much dope moments after that. Drinking some more and eating yeah. some more, you know. Mm-hmm. And keeping the vibe going, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was it was just such a it was such a flow that it overflowed, and even the after party was on and popping. You know what I mean? <laughs> Seriously, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it really was, man. Uh, and you know, I, I think we, you know, I think we, I think we made our guests feel, you know, like extra comfortable. I think people came in, whether they came in with reservations or they came in, you know, anxious or you know, a little bit nervous when they left out. They was like, they floated out of them fucking studios, man. Seriously, it was it's some good shit here. So you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 
Definitely. Yeah, it's not the location, it's the people, definitely. You know, wherever we go, it's a party. So right. <laughs> hopefully with this COVID thing over to start doing that again. Yeah. I know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, hey man, listen, if we if we kept it going through, you know, that and, and all of this, you know what I mean? You know, look, I think it, you know, I, I think the quad is here to stay. You know, and 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 and, uh, and people may float in and out, but I think you know, I think it's a good good core, and so we're gonna ride it out. Yep, hundred percent. Ride it all the way out until the wheels come off. That's right. <laughs> all right, That's right. From my last um episode, uh, a lot has happened. Um, especially oh so COVID situation. Um, there are over uh, forty five thousand new cases um in the U.S. for COVID. Um, most of them are in Texas and Florida. Um, also, um, there are 1.4 million new cases of unemployment here in the U.S. And also, um, pantry signups are at an all-time high. I just want to get your guys' um, opinion on the high um, cases, the new cases in COVID, um, the unemployment that uh, is one point. Four million new cases, and the pantry signed up signed all time. What do you guys think about that? Man, I don't. Mean, I don't want to start. <laughs> Someone help. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump out there, man. Uh, I'll, I'll jump out there as far as like, you know, the whole COVID experience. You know, has been like fucking humbling, man. It really has. You, you've had to check yourself. I mean, you really have, and so. You know, anybody that was on the cusp, you know, we might have lost some people because, you know, it's just been some challenging times, man. But, you know, seeing that what we've, we've come through and what we are now, you would think that people would have learned, man, and put the fucking mask on. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, motherfuckers just overzealous, got out there, got to have a bruise and all that shit and be like, you know, high posting and all that. You can still chill and like, you know, have a mask on, at least, you know, you know, uh, you know, try to, you know, socially distance, especially seeing what you came out of and. You know, uh, we, we damn near right back where we started. And I think it's just from being like, you know, a little bit, a little bit overzealous for one thing. People have been locked in. And then I think a little bit of ballsy, too, like some of the younger people. You know, I'm an old head, so I ain't going to knock on them. But, you know, they thinking, hey, you know, just because I go to the gym, I'm invincible. You know, the shit gonna, ain't going to catch me. But right now, that's pretty much all the fucking cases that's out there. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So, you know, we, we got to dial it all the way back, man. We really do. Look, you know, I'm in it for the long run. And, and I'm, I'm going to wear my fucking mask. You know, I, I went and got two, three, four others. Might as well make a fashion accessory. We you know, but ain't nobody too school for cool. I mean, too school, too cool for school. You know, you got to get your fucking mask on, man. So that's why we where we are now. And uh, you know, I don't know if I'm gonna touch on them unemployment now. I'll just stay with the COVID. But that's what I feel right now. So I'm just gonna stay. You know, I'm gonna stay pat. My family gonna stay pat. When I go, I'm gonna fucking keep the mask on until the vaccine come. And then on the vaccine. I ain't gonna be trying to rush to get that too because they they rushing that. So the first batch you know, or the first lot gonna be a little shaky. Don't get that shit if you don't need it the first time around. You see what I'm saying? You better wait till you know V two or V three. You know what I mean? So that's where I'm at with the whole shit. That's good advice, definitely. You know, put the mask on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody wears a mask. Exactly. Not a chin. Not a chin scrap. A mask. No, no, I'm not a fucking chin strap, Jeff. No. I, I lip sweat, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I'm, I'm, I, can I just say one more thing, man? I'm going to tell you, in the mask era, in the mask era, you got to brush your fucking teeth. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, you do. Because you will knock, you know. knock yourself out. That's right. <laughs> Catching that, catch that back. Jesus. Exactly. Can't, yeah. Can't just get up. 
put your clothes on, put your mask on, go to the store. Now you gotta brush your teeth first. Oh no! Yeah, pass out. Gotta put, oh, gotta put some, some gum in your mouth or something like that. <laughs> Yo, there's been some people that I, the only good thing about I can say from wearing these masks is the fact that it really has helped me block the stench from some people. And before it's like, oh, I don't have to use my scarf or whatever anymore. And I just use my mask. So, <laughs> wow, goddamn. Yeah, for 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 as like unemployment, um, like I saw this coming. So you know, I mm-hmm. people, you know. They, they, everybody's in a hard spot right now, and you know, you actually get more money on employment than you actually do working every day. Yep, which is crazy. That's <laughs> so, crazy. So, yep. You know, for people who actually plan for unemployment, hey, I mean, you know the situation is, but you know, get the unemployment, pay your bills, save some money. Don't be buying a whole bunch of unnecessary shit that you don't need. Um, for the new cases of COVID that's happening in Florida and Texas, um, that's pretty much the local government's fault because they they thought every oh, since their cases went down, they thought everything was cool, and now mm-hmm. everybody on the beaches and all that stuff. Now you're seeing new cases, and that's pretty much on the local government fault. So you just got mm-hmm. this for like other governments, local governments. You just have to wait it out. I think uh, Governor Cuomo and everybody is doing a great job of having it in certain phases. And mm-hmm. as long as every local state does that, I think um, the number of cases will go down and hopefully everything get back to normal. And for like the paint trees, um, the paint trees, there's a, a high sign up with sign up there. Because um, a lot of, most of it is like pretty much older people um, who like seeing citizens and you know, um, people who are um, um, immigrants in this country, and they can't apply for unemployment benefits because pretty much they um, they immigrants, so they have no source of income coming in, and mm-hmm. you know, and the pantries is something that actually help them out and actually um, bring some food home. You know, so yeah, everybody yeah you know, needs to. You know, come together, hold your head. There's a lot of pantries out here. Actually, my father has one. He's a um, pastor of a church, so he gets like food shipments in. So if anybody out there that is having problems getting food, uh, just set us up or email us, and we can get some food right to you. Yeah, man, that's that's amazing. I'm, I'm glad that there's at least that resource out there because more than i mean everyone got affected i i can speak for myself i'm 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 definitely in that basket but i you know compared to certain people these people with you know documentation it's just like i'm like how that honestly like they've been like my main concern where i'm just like how are they surviving like how are they gonna get through this you know and i i am like i have seen at least in new york city a lot of other resources as well like food distribution centers and that's kind of like a free-for-all you know you can be an immigrant or you can be an american citizen making you know bank it doesn't matter like it's a free-for-all for everyone you know and i just feel like it that is there is a little hope in that so that's like great news to hear but it is it is very um worrying you know yeah definitely 
scary too. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, very. If you know your next yeah. Program, it's crazy. So yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look, man, look, you know, the little uh, stimulus that they sent out, you know, I, I snatched it up, but that really ain't, that really wasn't shit. I ain't gonna like, you know, I ain't gonna look a gifted horse and, and say, you know, it didn't help a little bit. It did. But, you know, on the whole, man, people are really hurting. Like you say, a lot of the disenfranchised, the people who ain't really documented. And you know, as far as, you know, un- 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 unemployment and shit like that is concerned, I like to hear Mac, you know, take on like, you know, how you know what he think about like big companies because you know people get laid off you know obviously there's no work you know you don't need all the numbers as far as staff is concerned but they saw i think big companies also you know take that uh take that time or take advantage of this time to get rid of people and bring other people in like at a at a lower rate you know what i mean they're like okay fuck it you're not here so it's a good chance for us to get you off the books you know and then when we need somebody else we can bring back the same person to do the same job uh, for a fraction of the cost you know what i mean um so I think all that is, you know, is tied into like the unemployment and, and, and the COVID, you know, kind of linked together. All right. uh, I agree. Because sadly, this moment of crisis that the nation is in, and you, you have to, I'm thinking about this so-called uh, federal bailout. A lot of these corporations uh, have been applying for and receiving. And, you know, imagine filing for bankruptcy proceedings. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to go out of business. They're trying to protect some of their assets. Right. So they can turn around and probably consider staff as being expendable. Right. You know, figure we can release some of these staff staff members that owes our liability. And also, that may uh, have the potential to lower any of the employer insurance contributions down the line in the future as well yeah you know it just it, wow. seems, a bit, it seems a bit strategic um and then also depending on the industry um you know because i've known people that that are coders computer programmers that got laid off right you know and luckily for them their their salaries were were at a certain level where it kind it kind of hurt a little bit but not as much as as it would have been say some someone that's making like twelve to fifteen dollars an hour. Right, different income, bro. Right, exactly. They were able to develop that cushion, but yeah, it's it's a lot to to unpack with with all this. It is, man. I mean, look, man. Oh, I, I'm gonna cut you off, man. But all mm-hmm. of us on the call, man. You know, like yeah. you know, we survived. The, you know, the fucking guillotine. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. It, definitely. You know what I mean? Uh, and so, you know, and that, you know, I feel fortunate, you know what I mean? And and so, you know, we can kind of continue on. They, 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 you know, man, motherfuckers over at the acronym league went crazy. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they went fucking crazy, man. They like, they thought it was like Purge 2 or some shit, you know what I mean? So I was <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm, you know, thank, you know, thank God we all made it through. But, you know, look, they might be coming for us next. And I will say, you know, just for me. If they come for me, don't don't boo me. Fucking buy me a beer, all right? So all right. we'll go from there. Cause ain't no telling what's what's next on that old shit. But it's you know, oh, go ahead, Max. Oh no, I'm good. No, I was gonna say that it's you know, there's there's that right, and I'm glad that you mentioned that, um, Dad and Jeff and and Mac, because it's almost like 
yeah, you do see like the people that are in the salaried um, range, you know, thankfully they've been doing good, you know, which they, you know, everybody deserves to do good, especially, you know, you worked hard, you know, you, you know, you, you deserve to keep your job and all these things. But like, it's kind of funny how I have, I have met personally people that um, weren't really doing that good, or maybe they were making minimum wage or, you know, something in, in a, maybe even part-time, right? Oh, exactly. And they're making bank right now with unemployment. unemployment? Oh, yeah. Like, to the point that they're making more than, uh, like, a high-salaried worker. Like, I know this one girl, I'm not going to name drop because it's not her business, but I was like, (laughs) damn, girl, like, you know, like, can can I hold something? You know, she was just, she literally is sitting down on, like, 13K from unemployment benefits, from doing, from working, from, she hasn't worked since the beginning of April. Oh, and I'm just like, oh my freaking god! And it's just like, listen, in a way, yo, it's a blessing. We're in a crisis. Like everybody deserves. Everybody deserves. Like whether you got affected in the slightest bit or in a in a big portion, you know, to get your 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 piece of the pie. But at the same time, it's like, holy crap! It's almost like the first time, and I think in ever that, you know, like kind of people that maybe were not doing so well are doing very well right now <laughs> to the point that some people are like happy that not happy that corona happened but it's almost like well this didn't affect me in the slightest bit like right you know so i'm just like whoa and that's crazy that is crazy yeah i have some fam- yeah. i have some family members that are making a thousand dollars a week yeah yeah and I, I, I shit that's the new that's the new hustle there. Exactly. the care act i, I might mm-hmm. as well go on appointment shit hustle. Yeah. Shit, yeah, man. <laughs> I ain't making that yeah, every the, week. Yeah, that's the yeah. new awesome shit. Yeah, don't ever send me back. <laughs> oh my god, you know what that is? Like you're yeah. just chilling, watching Netflix, and it's like, exactly. you know, so making Arab money and shit. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, you know, stay, staying in line with the conversation. You know, us at the Acronym League is supposed to be, you know, reopening the the barn doors tomorrow, and you know. And you know we'll be all probably be in house. You know, Mac Daddy. I'm not sure if you'll be on the what side of the Hudson. You'll be on what side of the river and all that. But look, man, this shit is crazy. Uh, and I'm gonna be downstairs because I want to see how many people are gonna come in there after the first. At the, the first thing they tell you is we're opening on the sixth. The second thing they tell you is stay at home, stay at home <laughs> at, until you know uh, at least after Labor Day. My black ass would be staying at the crib. <laughs> That's just all that is. Hey, hey, Uncle Jake, if we didn't have to be there at Mac Daddy too, we got to be in that motherfucker. Now, I'm going to be there tomorrow. I'm going to be masked <laughs> up and all that. But I'm going to see how many motherfuckers coming in there. I'm like, I'm going to be whispering, motherfuckers, you know you can stay at home the Labor Day. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm like, I don't get it. You know, I can see coming to, you know, check it out and all that. But it ain't like it used to be. Y'all know that. Everybody know that. It ain't all the shits and giggles and meeting your little friend for your little coffee and all those, your little conferences and all that shit. Yeah. The shit is like a hospital now. Yeah, it's going to be, <laughs> so, it's gonna be a, a, a big uh, culture shock once everybody yeah. come in the office because the shit you used to do before, you can't do that shit no more. Can't do that shit no more, man. Motherfucker going to be leaving at lunchtime going to the crib. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to lunch, but I'm going to Exactly. Home. I'm going exactly. to the crib. You know? Especially when they're giving you the option. I ain't never heard anything like that. That's just like that. That's just like the unemployment. I'm making more money on unemployment. I want to come. My job is opening and they tell me, don't come back. Don't come back. I'm like, oh, shit, I ain't coming back. You ain't going to tell me twice. <laughs> but but you yeah. know, the, the funny thing, 
with the shift in uh, work culture that we're gonna that I predict that we're gonna see coming down the line, uh-huh. Europe has been doing something similar for years. They, right. You got some some employment sectors in in um, Europe, say like IT or tech. They may come into the office two days a week, work three days from home, like right. flex time. Right. And in the U.S., they they just haven't got on board with it for some odd reason. It's like this um like this mindset, like they always have to have an eye on. Right. Like, fine, I, I'm, I'm the employee. I'm getting my job done. But if I can produce, I can perform. I don't need nobody breathing on my neck to get that done. <laughs> exactly. 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 And it's exactly. like now it's putting certain industries in that corner. Like you either do this or you're going to put yourself at a risk for a liability for your staff to perhaps contract something when it could have been avoided. And exactly. Exactly find that the productivity once people adjust to working at home like that the productivity actually goes up exactly you, you know so it's yeah it's gonna be gonna be a shift and not only in europe um mac but also in south america that's mm-hmm. kind of like the norm over there too where like um you know people are used to kind of like working their secular jobs in the street and then if they have they have the um, luxury of going home and not only taking lunch or, or doing, you know, whatever you need to do, your errands at home, but like taking a siesta, which is like a day nap exactly. at home. And I'm like, I'll be there. Like, <laughs> why can we do that in America? You know, yeah, let, let so, me take a two hour nap and still get paid my full eight hours. This <laughs> is such a better quality of life, you know, and it's. I mean, but granted, you don't make half the money you do here. You know, there's a reason why America is thriving, but it is way more. It's just way more free, definitely. Yeah, the work-life balance. Is yeah, exactly. Speaking of uh, Latin America, I met uh, one of our office associates that's based mm. in the the Rio branch. Oh, and when he showed me the neighborhood that office is located in. I mean, literally, you go out for lunch. You don't even walk two blocks. You're on the beachfront. Wow. You walk. You walk around the corner. You're you're at like an outdoor patio lounge. Wow. For lunch. <laughs> I'm like, are you? I was like, yo, let me brush up on my Portuguese. Really. <laughs> <laughs> you put it in for a transfer. <laughs> Definitely. Wow. And for like all the local government uh, officials, uh, essential workers have to get paid more. I mean, you, you have to pass something. You have to pass a law. I agree. Yeah. You know, I agree. We out here. I'm a essential worker, and it's it's like I'm a part of the suicide squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with that, Jeff. They do, man. That's funny. No, don't yeah, say that. Yeah, yeah. Suicide squad or the Walking Dead. Going out oh here, my God. taking a goddamn train and all these goddamn zombies outside and the train right. station. Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Hey, man. Hey, Jeff, man. You know, it's just funny. Oh, I'm sorry. It's funny that you say that, man, because, you know, you're absolutely right about that, though. It really, really is, man. You know, they, they really are. I think, I think this pandemic really, uh, you know, you know, is spreading some light on like how essential, like people, like, like you say, you know, you know, people like yourself, you know, that got to get in. You know, you, you got to get in. You're essential. You, you the cog that make it run. 
And so I think, you know, for a long time, people have overlooked that. Like, like teachers, teachers should be making lawyer salaries. You know what I mean? They right. teach our kids. I mean, damn, come on. You know, how better yet, you know, then you found out, you know, if you had school-age kids now and doing this shit, shit, teachers should be get anything they want. You know what I mean? But yeah. but I do believe they, like they you know, they, they should pass something for essential workers, man. They really, really should because it, it just it stands out like a sore thumb now how if we don't have that, you know, supply lines cut off and, and our ass would be up shit's creek, you know? No, definitely. True, oh, man. Definitely true. And you don't know, you know, you don't know that these homeless people are being tested. They saying they are, but I don't trust it. And yeah. the MTA out of, you know, out of nowhere want to clean the subway from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. Mm. Uh, yeah, I should have been doing that before this should happen. So right, right. So it's like you know, Cause, something cause has to get past subway system. This is the yeah. first time that the subway system's been cleaned in nearly eighty or ninety years. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh, oh, and let me I'm tell you. Over. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you what happened this weekend, right? No, on Friday, right? So I, I know the is the Fourth of July weekend, right? But if you're gonna do track work, right? At least, uh, at least let it be on a Saturday, because you know people got get to work on, on a Friday. You know, right. doing all these, these these track works delays, and when you have this, um, we we all supposed to be practicing social distancing, right? But you can't practice right. it when you have a train coming every hour and a half, and then the platform is so full, and everybody tried to get on the train at the same time. Yeah. Now you can't tell us wow. to put our masks on them and practice social distancing. If you don't, if you're not being consistent with these train buses, these shuttle trains and buses that we need to get to work, we need more of those. That's true. That's true, Jay. That's so, true. Man. And, and that was the cut the shit out moment. You, they need to cut Damn. that shit out. MT need to cut that shit out. Damn. Damn, that's fucked up, man. Yeah. That, that really is. Damn. Wow. Shit. Mm-mm-mm. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. How can you expect somebody, like you say, you know, the social distance when you got like, you know, platform three or four rows deep. You know what I mean? Exactly. You got like, over 100 people on one platform waiting wow. for the same train, trying to get to work early in the morning That's crazy. on a Friday. That's crazy. Hmm. Yeah. What line was it? Well, I live on a two line. Okay. So, so I, I live like towards the second last stop on the true, which is like close to uh, Mount Vernon and, and on Yonkers. So it's about 238 right, from right. the Red Avenue. So there's no trains. There was no trains where I was at. So I had to take a shuttle bus from Narita oh, um, Avenue all the way to Gun Hill Road, right? Then I had to go upstairs, get on a shuttle train to take that from Gun Hill to East 180th Street, right? Then I had to get off that train to take another train to from 180th all the way downtown. It's oh ridiculous. That's how ridiculous. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. Wow, that's I haven't taken the train, and I think maybe one time I took the train what? in the past couple months. Yeah, I haven't, you know, because I moved to Yonkers, oh, so I've either right, been yeah. driving or taking Ubers, and um, I I have seen some improvement, but of course it's during the day. I don't know about the night. I feel like I'm even scared to think about what's going on in the night. Um, but I don't know. I just that's everybody is saying the same thing. They're like, what kind of what the heck? I don't know. I don't think the MTA is ever going to get it together <laughs> at this point. Yeah, they didn't try to act like they got this new lady running the MTA and, and ain't nothing changed yet. It's, it's still yeah. terrible. 
<laughs> I even know the last guy who fucking left. We talk about that wow. that dude that left. I'm so I'm so glad of my accomplishments. What accomplishments? Yeah, that was the first year by London. Yeah, the guy from London or whatever the fuck Canada. Yeah, shit. <laughs> talking about. I'm, yeah. just, I'm glad just, of my accomplishments. Oh, yeah, you accomplished another check so you could get out of here. Exactly. Right. Hey, it's, it's got That's worse. That's crazy. That's crazy. All right. Speaking of getting oh, worse, um, <laughs> uh, let's touch on this Jada picking in uh, August. Uh, what's his oh. name? August Asina. What's his name? Oh, I don't know the background. I I know they they went on a date or something like that. Did they go on a date? Yeah. Like a couple I have no ago. idea. I guess it, it, it seems a little bit of it that I'm catching. Um, it came to light. He, I believe, he did an interview with uh, Angela. Angela, and uh, I get, yeah, and I think they probed the question, and he, you know, he kind of went out there and just put some information out there. You know, be it true or not, people can expect it. Yeah. Um. And now that that got Jada in a particular situation, of course, Will being being her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's true or not, I'm I'm just like, bro, you you old enough to know. We respect the box, man. If you get in that quality box, no no need to brag about it. Just pass on the question. Keep a poker face. Keep it moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you can't um, catch a tell. You can't catch a tell. Especially yeah, 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 but That is corny. And, yeah, and. and you know, if you think back, I believe a few years ago, it, it was kind of hinted either by uh, Jada or Will that they were in an open relationship or were entertaining mm-hmm. that. And, and so I, I don't see why people are going to try to drag her about it. Um, dudes younger just just didn't know how to play his position if he ever was in an posi- intimate position like that. And he just said too much. And now, now here we are. And now, parties involved have to deal with the fallout right but, yeah, well man, you know what man i don't know what, what you know I, I don't i don't know i don't know my man but i is, is he an actor or a rapper or what he's the rb singer he's rb yeah, singer yeah. right yeah you know I, I saw a picture of my man you know and like you know like you know jada got big willie style right there now that's just all <laughs> it is you know, you know that's all it is. Like, you know, I'm a fucking Will Smith fan. I really am. You, you would think I'm from Philly or some shit. But uh, Will Smith, Will Smith, bad motherfucker, blockbuster motherfucker. So you know, if she did give him some pussy, little August man, it wasn't much. You see what I'm saying? He didn't do much because you know you got to see Jada's a rocker too by by fucking nature. Right. You know, so with but her nature, you know, being a rocker and her with Big Willie style in the house and all this shit, he might have got a little something, but that shit wasn't shit. You see what I'm saying? And, yeah, and, yeah. and if he and if he did get it, he should shut the fuck up because probably it's the best he ever had and probably yeah, never yeah, gonna get it again. I didn't call, you know call Phillips. So, I didn't call Phillips a little bit. That's what he yeah, did. That's what he did. You know, yeah, and, my and, left and, is and, enough. My and, left and, is enough. And he wasn't in there long. He's a little, he's a little he, he, he ain't got nothing going on. Big Willie Style ain't got nothing ain't got nothing yeah. to worry about. And 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 like you say, I heard I've heard in the past too that they had a little open thing. And if they do, then hey, let them do their thing. Yeah. My man just, you know, he just uh you know, he just kiss and tell. When we know, we know what happens in Vegas. He he ought to know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Jay J- put, put that uh that Kegel squeeze five thousand on him. And <laughs> 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 My man started seeing the afterlife. Like, oh, yeah, Jada was to put it on him, <laughs> but they be acting up like that. Yeah, you know, Jada, Jada. Yeah, Jada. Yeah, exactly. She probably did. You know. You know, Jada, you know, Jada, she came up like that. You, 
yeah, you know, she got she got some of that pock in her and all that. So yeah, you know, this little guy, too, gonna, so you know how be more just yeah. get down. She gonna show up. She gonna show up after one set one night and choke him or something like that. What's wrong with you? She gave. She might have given him some Jason's lyric, all right. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Throw his ass up, turn him out. You know, if, if, not, if nothing else, Jada might be upset with him because you know the thing. Yeah. Will might be teasing her about him, like this one, like not the Jada, like this yeah. one, this yeah. motherfucker. You know what I mean? Exactly. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Now I got a freebie coming. <laughs> <laughs> It, yo, and I'm gonna make it a bad one too. You know, it's an open one too. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's crazy, oh, man. man. That's crazy. Oh, oh man. Let's get into this. Um, this Bubba Wallace new scandal. Uh oh. That's called driver Bubba Wallace. Um, claimed that there's a noose found in his garage. Um, there is. Uh, FBI investigation and the FBI agents confirmed that this uh, rope who that looks like a noose was in this garage for over a year. Um, question to the panel. Do you believe the FBI um, reports on this Bubba Wallace noose scandal? What was the the reports? I haven't been following, to be yeah, honest. So you know what? You know, listen. I, oh, go ahead, Jeff. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna just give the FBI did an investigation, right? Okay. So the FBI came to the conclusion, right, that this so-called rope that people was calling a noose was hanging in this garage for over a year, right? But if you actually look at the huh. the picture that was released. There is no goddamn way that shit been there for a year. It looked like brand new. It's a noose. That's what it is. <laughs> it's it's no way around it. It's a noose. Come on, it's a pulling. It's a pulling rope above the garage. Really? This shit. Mm-hmm. I look at my um my Instagram page. I actually put up the photo. That shit. Mm-hmm. Look, that's not yeah, just a pulling bro. rope. That's a How fucking noose. That? Yeah, mm-hmm. like I I've seen the pictures and. I, I, I I have been following the story, but not as of lately, so I didn't hear that part. But come on, that's come on, really a year? Yeah, it's a, it's a pull yeah. rope to open up the damn garage. Come on now, that's yeah. Shit of, of all the because well, all the knots <clears throat> somebody can make, you gonna make a hangman's knot? Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Sailors got a lot of knots, right? Exactly. Yeah. Big nuts and a lot of knots. To say this shit's been there for over a year, I mean. Nobody didn't notice that it looked like a noose. And well, you know the crazy you... thing is. Go ahead. Dan. No, the crazy thing is, is that if it's in one, it should be in others. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. If that's the if that's the pulley from one for one hangar, you know, I mean NASCAR got a lot of fucking cars and a lot of pits and a lot of garages. So yeah. you, you, I haven't seen any other nooses show up. You see what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. It was in so, his and garage. Like, and in his garage. <laughs> and to your point. You know, to your point, as much as they go in and out of the garage, if that was used to like pull something up and down, it might have grease on it. It may look more worn. You know what exactly. I mean? That should look fresh. You know, and then yeah. the and then the spin, <laughs> the spin, the spin on the whole shit, man. I'm telling you, behind the scenes, and and, and like <laughs> I like NASCAR. I ain't bullshit. Them cars be going faster than motherfucker. <laughs> that shit is crazy. I could never drive that shit. But I'm glad to see we got a, a brother in there. But you know, on the spin tip. You know, the one or two motherfuckers that was, you know, crying to get rid of the flag and all that, they used that. They like, okay, 
motherfucker gonna put a noose in there. Now we're gonna cry real foul and we're gonna get you motherfuckers to remove the flag. Them motherfuckers hated removing that flag. But oh, yeah. that 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 removal of the flag was in response to that fucking noose because it was a noose and they knew it. And they, mm-hmm. they would have never they would have never gotten rid of that Confederate flag that easily had that not been a noose. I'm telling you. And especially you, you have to think of the finances you need to participate in NASCAR. Oh, that's an expensive ass sport. It to, is to participate in. Like what is it? Some something like nearly two, three million a year? Just easy, just to, mm. easy money. You know? yep. yeah. Easy, Mac. That's yeah. That's yep. That's about right. Yep. So you got so you're talking about financials like that, and you'd be like, you know what? Let's cut the budget. Budget, and we need something to pull this door down. Billy Bob, go get, go make us a new real quick. Exactly, <laughs> and, and a multi-million dollar car garage. You want to, yeah, all right. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And then you, and then you got that people, and that should have been a push button on that door, or something. Exactly, mm-hmm. and then and then you got people on the on the far left, right, talking about how oh how this is a hoax. It just was there for you know. I mean, they were saying that. Bubba Wallace overreacted. I mean, how was a how was a black man supposed to react when you got a damn noose hanging from your goddamn garage? Exactly. No, it's crazy. Exactly. I mean, they don't really they don't really get it. Like when when for example, when a white person says nigger, like the, the people don't get the, the certain mind frames that go through a black person's head. We start seeing like burning crosses, you know, people yep. wearing uh white robes or white hoods. That's what we see. You know, when when somebody yep. when somebody Caucasian call us a nigger or something like that. And when we see nooses, yeah. we see we see the same goddamn thing. Like, this is what y'all used to hang our ancestors with. And some of them wow. most part for no goddamn reason. Just because she looked wow. at your woman while she was walking by. Yeah. So how his how his response is supposed to be? He's he he reacted the same way he's supposed to react. Yes, exactly. Even if he didn't feel any type of way, like let's just say he was on the other side of the spectrum of which you know, kind of like just maybe even, and I'm not saying that's who he is, but maybe like, let's just say he was a racist himself. Like he didn't care. It's still his obligation. It's still his responsibility to report that, you know, but obviously that's not the case. So I just think this is outrageous. Like this is crazy. And it, to me, it's so corny. It's so like, really like, so Oh, they're still racist. Like in 2020, like it's just so outdated and so like, come on, you know. Exactly. Yeah, and on another level, it's almost like they're they're tr- still trying to normalize the centuries of trauma. Right. You know, let, let's put this imagery up there and dare somebody to say something about it, or we'll give a half-assed apology, be like, "Oh, we're so sorry. We meant to take that down." Just, mm-hmm. just like what Jeff mentioned with with the language. Like exactly. now in urban culture, saying saying that has become normalized with, within within that context of urban culture and slang, but that doesn't mean our our ancestors want to hear it. My uncles, my grandparents, and, and all not to mean you say that to them. They're gonna be ready to pull the straight razor out on. You. Exactly. It's not it's not no term of endearment. Never yeah. has been. It's crazy. <clears throat> Yeah, um, it just sucks that like it's just so in your face still to this day, you know. Yeah, and, and this is why we got to keep on protesting and 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 uh, marching and doing everything our ancestors were doing, but we just got to take it to a whole other level to 
um, start seeing change coming in America. And, and, and speaking on change, um, while we're on uh, NASCAR and sports and all that, uh, it was just reported um, that um, sp- sponsors for the Washington Redskins, um, they had told the owner oh, yeah. of the Washington Redskins that if he doesn't change his name, they're going to pull their sponsorship. So um, the oh. owner of the Redskins is actually looking to um, – Look, looking for a new name for the team, and also the the Cleveland Indians had just um, chimed in and how they looking for a new name because the the Indians and you know the Redskins is is actually mm-hmm. offensive to the Native American community. So, what you guys think about that? Absolutely, yeah. Hey, hey I'll, I'll say, man, you know, I'm always look watching the ticker on ESPN and all that, and I heard that the quarterback down there. And he had suggested, I know they had talked about, you know, changing the name. They've been talking about it forever, and he, these people just won't let it go. And so he had suggested the name uh, the Red Tails, you know, from the, the, the Flyers, you know, the African-American uh, fly team from, the, oh, you know, CBA. World War. Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought that was fucking right on, man. I, you know, so, um, yeah. So hopefully they uh, they go they go with that. But, um, yeah, man, as far as Native Americans and, you know, Native Americans, they've been shit on more so than anybody, man. I mean, they, they just really have. We came over here and just tucked their land and just they, they treated motherfuckers like shit. And st- to this day, still treat them like shit. I mean, you know, they, they just had an issue with Trump coming down to, to, to Tulsa or wherever they had. Um, they, they had some land down there and they're like, God, you, they gave it to us. And then now you took it away and now they gave it back. And now you're coming down here and now people are sovereign and we don't have the fucking heebie-jeebies. And you bringing all these people down here saying that masks are you know, uh, optional. And, and then, so they just continuously, you know, I, I should know Manhattan was, was it Manhattan? I, I understand is a, a native American name, uh, that, that we came and pilfered that shit from them. Uh, and I spent a lot of time in the Midwest, man. And, you know, I, I know a lot of Blackfoot. I know a lot of, uh, Sioux. Uh, I know a lot of, um, uh, shit, uh, a few other, uh, native groups and all that. And they, you know, they real good people, man. But, they really have gotten uh, the short end of the stick as far as like, you know, uh, they up up and comings, uh, you know, in this United States. Yeah, most definitely, and even um, Central Park. Central Park used to be oh, um, S- uh, Seneca Village. Yeah, Seneca Village. That's where black folks just live at, and then damn shame they, they took that over. <laughs> like they took over everything else. Damn shame. So I mean, this is a history that you know it, it, you reek what you sow, and you know. The chickens are uh, coming home the roost, and and there has to be change, and you have to, you know, make up for the the generations that have lost out on certain things that you guys have, you know, taken over, and and it's time to pay it back. Restorations is is a good way to pay it back. I know uh, Bob Johnson, he used to own BET. He came out with a, you know, a plan for reparations that he wants to present to the government. And it, it's a pretty good um, plan. I think every black person gets a, a, a 300000 um money. You get 300000 worth of money. And I, I'm sure there's other perks in that. I can't remember the other perks. Mike, you remember other perks in that, in that um, plan? Yeah, it was, I believe, the three hundred and fifty grand. um Perhaps some type of uh, tax leniencies, yeah, uh, yeah. college tuitions, and all. Yeah, yeah. And, and on the surface, it it sounds appealing, mm-hmm. but then it, it's 
there's more to our history here. And I'll say like for me, with um, on my mom's side of the family, and it's only maybe three generations removed where my mom was telling the stories of her uncle who was a sharecropper and was basically threatened and chased off his farmland in Alabama by the Clan. Mm-hmm. And he, he wind up migrating to Savannah, Georgia. So so now you're talking about family histories like that. How are you gonna compensate that family for the potential generational wealth that was stolen from? Mm-hmm. You you know that my my great he would be my great uncle as a sharecropper, he might have been able to develop his own small food industry out mm-hmm. of that. So that's like at least three, four generations of wealth that was just uh, terrorized and stolen. And mm-hmm. there's probably many other stories like that. Imagine with the uh, Black Farmers Association, mm-hmm. who may, many of them were duped out of um, federal grants. They either weren't informed of the grants or when they went to apply for it, their paperwork was conveniently misplaced, but it turned up after the deadline. You know, so it's it's different levels, and um, even if you think of uh, the Native Americans, with some some of the tax leniencies they had, some of our people, um, as African Americans, are part of those tribes. Like two two notable celebrities, um, I believe Pam Greer, and um, Thaddeus. I, I know you mentioned. Yeah, I know you mentioned Blackfoot. Shaka Khan. Wow. Family is part of is part of that. Wow. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so now so now you got a whole different dynamic to try to compensate for. It, wow. it's, it's it's a trick. Yeah. <laughs> even myself, I got I got Cherokee Cherokee Indian yeah. in my family on my father's side. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And That's I didn't think, you know, you know, as growing up as a you know, as a black person, like you hear these stories, but you know, they, they become like certain myths. Like, yeah, I got any of my family. That's why my hair, my yeah, hair yeah. Good. like you know. So we hear like stuff like that. We just think like jokes mm-hmm. or something like that. But when I went to actually my um family reunion like a couple of years ago, and and met um some some uh, people on my um, father's side, it's it's really true. I I do have Native American in my family, and, they, mm-hmm. and they're still there down in um Savannah, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot of um history with that especially say like people like a lot of my family are from alabama and georgia you mm-hmm. have like cherokee nations uh black tail red tail creek yeah. in that area mm-hmm. and then in florida you have one known as the seminole nation that mm-hmm. people think they were initially just a native american tribe on its own but their coming to being was actually the mixture of the, the freed and runaway um, Africans mm. that um, mm. joined up with the indigenous people of the area to form the Seminoles. That's mm. why those U.S. cavalrymen, they, they refused to go in there after them because mm. they didn't know the terrain like they did. Because those cavalrymen would try to go in and retrieve the, the runaways and none of them would come back. The horses might come back. <laughs> Put the men on. <laughs> one way in, no one out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, so while we on this um on this topic, uh, Joe Biden is and he's in head of the polls. Uh, mm. You know all these uh, new 
news networks like to like to report on Joe Biden, saying that he's ahead of the polls, and um, Joe Biden has um, come out and say that he's in favor of respirations and doing right by minorities. Um, I don't know who you guys is voting for for this election coming up in a couple of months. But what what do you what what's the overall view? I want to know your overall view of Joe Biden. And do you actually think Joe Biden is a good candidate? And can you see yourself voting for him? Oh man. <laughs> I feel like <sighs> I just feel like we can't get a break with politics, man. I mean, can we just bring back Obama? Like, how about that? Like, just you know, can we just like you know our president forever? They definitely Um, bring him back. Gosh, like I. First of all, I was. I mean, anything, anyone other than Trump, right? And at first, I was kind of like, okay, like let's give Biden a try. Let's you know, he's 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 with us, whatever. All, All these things, right? And then. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but if you see YouTube a lot, you'll notice that his campaign must have bought out the ad revenue because all his ads are literally in the beginning of every video and his ads are weak as fuck. Like he literally <laughs> sounds like he's high off of Xanax. Like I know I'm pretty sure he's not. Okay. But like, I'm just like, Oh my God, are you serious? Like what kind of week as like speech is like your publicist writing or whoever's writing for you. And so I'm just like, yeah, we're doomed. Like that's, that's pretty much like my, um, my take on it. I just, I don't know. I, I haven't even gotten time to process that yet, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know, man. I, you know, I, I think that, you know, like 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 Bernie say, anybody with Trump. I mean, shit. I got a, I got a, I got a kid in my son's uh, sixth grade, like you know, student council. I put his ass in charge. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, any, anybody with Trump, man. You know, it's about 120 days left before the election, and you know, as far as Joe Biden is concerned, you know, I really, you know, I, I, I you know, he's probably got a lot going on. A lot of people probably don't like him, but he really is our best hope. You know, as far as you know, winning the election, and I think we got to put all our energy behind him. Uh, if you know if we get Joe in, we get Obama just by you know default, you know, and we got when we get everybody else under him, you know whether you agree with their politics or not, it's a whole, it's gonna be a whole fucking lot better than what we have uh, have have now and what we have for the last uh, four years. So yeah, I think we got to put our energy behind old Sleepy Joe. Uh, you know we'll like we'll give it something to wake his ass up. Uh, but you know, I think the I think the Trump administration, you know, and this this isn't my theory on it, but it's somebody else's hypothesis on it. Is, is uh, I don't think they really do know how to run the playbook against a uh, a white male because they've been you know they've been attacking a black male and they've attacked women, and so you know two white guys up there, mano or nano, what are they gonna do? Now what are they gonna do? Continuously call him Sleepy Joe. Joe got a lot of fucking politics behind him, man. He got some living behind him. He got some good things that he's done behind him. Is he a perfect man? Hell no. No one's perfect. But right now he is the guy, you know, that's uh that's gonna get us uh, you know, to the next phase. And, you know, he's gonna have a lot of, you know, support behind him. I think he'll he's smart enough to, you know, not to go in there and try to throw his weight around. And like you say, we get Obama and we get Michelle and we get the whole fucking crew back. The gang is back together once he gets in office. So, you know, um, 
you know, I, I, I thoroughly, thoroughly believe that, you know, Trump does have a base, but that, I think that's all it is, is a base. I think motherfuckers around him uh, on the periphery, you know, is going to be going behind the booth and they're going to be pushing the other other fucking uh, lever and they're going to come out like, oh, fucking, I can't believe he won, you know, meaning the other guy. But, you know, it's going beyond politics now. It's about human life. And this guy has shown that he don't give a fuck about anything or anybody. He's in bed with our most arch enemy. I mean, just all the way through, you know, if you don't know anything about politics or world affairs, but, you know, you can come out, motherfucker come out the womb knowing that Russia is our worst enemies. North, uh, North Korea, you learn that soon when you're in the fucking second grade and all this. And this guy just has really gone against the total norm. And uh, Joe Biden really is the only guy that's going to beat him. And then we'll figure it out. You know, we can't really make a lot of progress in this next four years coming up because we have we I say this all the time. We got to go and throw a big ass party for the world. We're going to have to go and write apology letters to everybody and make our fucking men's around the world. First, <laughs> we're going to we're going to spend the first two years doing that. And then we can get back on with wind and trying to get some infrastructure and try to get a, a nice train. And these big ass boxcar trains we got and then try to get some more bridges because our bridges and shit fall down and try to get essential workers, you know, some more money and all that shit. But we're going to spend the first two years, maybe the first four years of cleaning up my man bullshit. But Biden is the guy for the job. Well, um, okay. Well, with me, um, is he, um, I don't like Joe Biden that much. I like him a little bit. Um, I, I, I do think he's um, getting seen now, as we like to say. <laughs> he's getting, uh, <laughs> you know, he's a uh, Become a little bit of uh, Ronald Reagan. I don't recall when it comes to certain things, so, mm-hmm. but I, I really, I really do think that we need a third party, um, uh, maybe a, a independent person as that. I, I don't think if we just need Trump and and Biden. I think we need somebody else that has some also fresh ideas. You know, maybe somebody like a Jesse Ventura or somebody like that, who I highly recommend. Well, actually, would like for him to run for president, but he said he's he's not sure that he that he will, and he's not sure he can raise the, the the certain type of money right away. But I do think that we need a third party. But if it was to come down to Joe Biden and Trump, I'm definitely going on the blue side of things. And let's let's just uh, give. But what we have to do, we just have to hold Joe accountable. And not just Joe, every politician accountable. You say you're going to do some things for us. Motherfucker, we expect it. You know, we expect that shit. So if you, if you, if you, if you talk about respirations, you motherfucker, you got to at least pose a bill or something. And then the people who's in, in, in Congress and, and, and the House and Senate, you know, we, we got to hold them responsible too. You know, mm-hmm. because we vote you in also. And, you know, I, I just think that going forward, that's what we have to do. As Americans hold start holding these people accountable and also start lobbying too, and that's what um, the most the, the most um, acceptance is coming from is when you're lobbying. So I think we all need to put our money together and go lobby to get what we want, because that's what the NRA is doing. That's what um, Planned Parenthood is doing. They 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 giving these money to these certain senators. So if if we if that's the game that we have to figure out how to get in the game and also how to you know how to play the game. If that's this is how that's it works. True. We giving you this money. We giving you this money. You say you're gonna do this for us. We want you to do this for us. It's like I'm gonna do it. All right, you got four years to do it. If not, we turn our backs to you and we on to the next one. So yeah, I, 
That's fair. That's how it works. Yeah, I would say my take on Biden similar to yours, Joe. Um, not a fan, especially thinking back of the, the history with him and Hillary uh, with this crime bill in the past. In, um, in light of competitors, uh, I feel bad for Bernie Sanders for one, because it was like the DNC shitted on him you know, for for all his efforts. Mm-hmm, definitely. You, you know, because it, it looked like he was on on the path to to win that 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 more popular vote um, with a youthful demographic. I would say like millennial and Gen X demographic. Yeah. Yep. And all of a sudden, the rug got pulled out from under just, just again. And um, I don't think he has the wind in him to wait four years and do try to do this all over again. Right. Yeah. As far as, far as the, the Republican Party, I, I suspect, and I hope that I'm wrong, but I suspect they they don't even approve of of 45 right now. But it wouldn't surprise me if they launch a campaign just to test the temperature out there. And next thing you know, instead of Trump being the forerunner, it's Pence. Uh, right. Because Pence, yeah. um, even though he's kind of, to me, it's weird, but Pence kind of gives me the vibe of, of like... The, the Emperor from Star Wars. Yes. My man yes. just he just played <laughs> Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, yeah. He just played yeah, he played in the background. Yeah, he, he with he you. Was, yeah, he had one foot in the Congress looking like the good guy, but he was also sh- sending out uh, those uh shockwaves from the shadows. Yep. And and having dark and having Darth Vader do do the dirty work. He kinda gives me that vibe. And I can see them playing playing that little switch up game if, if wow. that route. I can see that. Yeah. I can see. I can see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just look like a politician. Yeah, and that's what I mean. If that happens, Biden will definitely have a hard run for his money. If that happens, because Trump, Trump, he, he's not diplomatic. He he's a he's a boardroom bull, basically. Right. Um, he's a real estate type type boy. Like so, things like dealing with society, people's needs. That that's an afterthought. To him. He why would he care? He he can he can have a dollar bill for toilet tissue for every time he needs to wipe. That's not a concern to him. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, you know I, I think I think Trump's uh, I think Trump's chance at the White House went out the door with all the bullshit that he's done. I think his, his chances of getting reelected went out the door with this fucking pandemic because mm-hmm. the pandemic does not have, it doesn't have a zip code. It doesn't have a fucking bank account. You know, it came after everybody. You know, granted, the disenfranchised, again, got it hit harder because, you know, we didn't have the healthcare and all that shit, but it grabbed a couple motherfuckers, and he lucky he didn't get it. But, you know, the second wave of this or something a lot more diabolical, you know, in the future with, with, without any precautions or any any gatekeeping in place, uh, uh, it's going to be it's gonna be worse than this. And we see what he does in situations like this. Nothing. And so, you know, again, party aside, uh, you know, in any other any other climate, you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a progressive too. In any other climate, I would have loved to see Bernie in there. I would have loved to see anybody in there. Shit, uh, 
Kamala, anybody could have ran. I mean, it could have been fucking up for grabs. Oprah, any motherfucking body, you know. Trump won, it opens the door for everybody. But but seeing that we are in such a shithole, we really do need to dial it back to like the old ass politician. Just to stable the fucking, we ain't saying eight years, but just to stable the boat. Because this motherfucker about to tip over. We can't go anywhere. We got the most cases, you know, we got the we got the most the biggest fucking biggest economy in the world. We got all this technology and all this shit, but then still we still behind and, and, and with deaths and we can't go anywhere. People have locked us out. I mean, we really, really are the ugly Americans now. And so, you know, I, I used to always sit back and think, like, you know, I thought politicians, you know, had, you know, fucking easy lives. Maybe they do. But and I, you know, I always thought, well, what does the fucking president do? I, now I know what presidents do because I see one that didn't do shit. You see what mm. I'm saying? And so, uh, again, in any other climate and, and, and as far as third party is concerned right now, third party, when it was going, when Bernie was in there, I thought Bernie was going to be the nominee. But at this point, with 120 days, I don't think we can introduce anybody or try to put out, uh, you know, interject anything because I think that'll split the vote and then we'll end up with 45 back in that motherfucker again. It's already going to take the it's already going to take the Secret Service of somebody to get him out. He's not going to leave. Well, well, here's the problem with Bernie. Bernie is an independent, right? But he right. he chose to run under the Democratic Party. That was his big mistake. He should right. he should have just stay independent. Yeah, stay independent and let the, the Democratic Party support you. While you run it as an independent, I agree. That's what that's what he messed up at, and that's why he getting screwed. Wow. Yeah, and I, and like you said, I, you know, I, but you know, you know, it's, it's funny, man. After seeing like, you know, if we get in, the Democrats that in, I, I mean, I'm giving jobs to everybody. I, I heard some good ass ideas up there. I like the guy that had the math, uh, the math button. Remember that guy, the Asian guy? He was talking about a thousand dollars a week. Hell yeah, yeah. stimulate me, <laughs> Andrew Yang. <laughs> he, Andrew Yang, yes. stimulate my ass. Yeah. I mean, he, he getting the first call, Secretary of Treasury, like a fucking bullshit. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what, what you guys think about um, Trump? Yeah, so did you just see the ceremony? <laughs> what did you, you say? Did you see the ceremony yesterday? The Trump oh, to my dinner. Uh, yeah, in in in, uh, in in South Dakota somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Did you see this? In R- Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. I didn't yeah. See it. What, what happened? I didn't oh see it. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, Again, I, mean, I didn't have the mental energy. Exactly. So <laughs> I, I mean, nothing really happened. No, he, 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 I mean, he spoke. It was just the first Trump. Day was there. It was just Trump. <laughs> and, you know, wow. you know what Trump? He he's like. He's just funny. Like he's not trying to be funny, but he's just fucking funny. Like the he way, really the way he is. Moves, like funny, the way man. he moves. You know, I mean, the way he waves and shit at yep. people is like this motherfucker is hilarious, man. And the way he take the little sip, the little sip. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he's sip of water. Like yo, what is wrong with him? <laughs> and, you, know, you know, like before Trump got into office, the worst president of all presidents was George W. Bush, right? That's what everybody was saying. <laughs> I mean, everybody right. say Joe was was the worst president of every of everything. I don't care. It's NAACP, anything that has a president title, Joseph W. Bush was the worst president of all presidents, right? So, wow. so when Trump got an office, I mean, he just took the fucking cake. I like. <laughs> I mean, nobody thought that you could. How you out? How you outperforming George W. Bush? Yeah, he made Bush look like a scholar to tell yeah, exactly. <laughs> You made mm. George W. Bush like a saint when it comes to this politics. Oh, like, now God. Trump, t- he's the worst president of all presidents. Yeah, he is. 
Like he he yeah, really he took is. the flag from George W. Bush. That's wow. insane. His his his, li- his library gonna have like one book. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not only that. Can you imagine, like, what the White House artists gonna gonna have in their mind? Because you know they usually do a, uh, a portrait of yes. each president. Yeah. Can you imagine? Oh, <laughs> oh my it should, god! It should it should be Hellfire and Brimstone in that in that painting. <laughs> in that painting. <laughs> Should be the oh, devil should be behind man. him in that painting. I mean, how you? Wow. I mean, we, would, we never thought that anybody would be the worst president than George W. Bush. Yeah, I mean, wow. George, w, I George, think... George W. Bush got a fucking he, he got an Eminem verse, a diss track. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's how oh bad god. it got. You know what I'm saying? So it's wow. like we would never thought that you would like outshine George W. Bush, and now Bush had just took over. It took the cake. What 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 else do they get? Like you know, as far as legacy, they get a they get a fucking library. What else do they do? They get a well, ships are named after certain people. He he ain't got to never worry about that shit. That's what he gonna it's, want. He gonna want like a ship or a plane named after his ass. Nah, he should get he should get free fast food for the rest of his life. <laughs> a, slow, a slow flavorful death. KFC McDonald's. I'm gonna I'm gonna send him some Vienna sausages. Oh, family dollar. High sodium. High sodium. Chicken nuggets. I think he'll get um healthcare for life. Wow. He he and his immediate family, I believe him, uh, the wife and the youngest son, they may get healthcare for life and um a secret service detail. Yeah, I was gonna say, is that for life? Yeah, I believe it is. I know they, yeah, I know they all get it for life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, all the presidents get it okay. for life. Okay. What about the family? Where the family get it? The whole everybody get it. Okay. Everybody get it. Yeah. Damn. Okay. I know all of them get it. Scratch that plan, no. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's like again, my tax dollars going somewhere I don't want it to go. <laughs> As usual. Wow. Gosh. Wow. Well, hey, here's a, here's a, here's here's something that you own. You've heard that um, they plan on uh, painting a Black Lives Matter banner in front of his Trump uh, a, a building on Fifth Avenue. He like up. He in an uproar over that shit. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He can't do nothing about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, he yeah. can't do anything about it. It's 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 it's, it's public property. It's property. And so yeah. it's coming, Jeff, Jeff. It's coming. We might have to go down there and paint some of that motherfucker. It's uh, coming. We'll take a picture of that motherfucker. You know, throw a little NBA logo on there. <laughs> Oop, acronym League. Acronym. <laughs> definitely. I heard of it. I heard of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's definitely coming though. Right in front of his 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 hookup, right there. Yeah. Well, he well, he had to worry about that. He ain't he moving to Florida after this shit is over. That's what yeah, he, he no, right? he ain't coming back. That's where he said it, right? He said he moving to Florida after this. Uh, well, you know what? Over. You know what's fucked up, and you know the crazy shit is, is that you know, like I'm not from New York. I'm not even from the fucking New York area. And this motherfucker is a New Yorker and he not shit on New York. Man, do you know, like, I, I think that's probably in like, you know, you know, moving to New York or being a New Yorker one-on-one. Don't shit on your fucking people. You see what I'm saying? And that shit gonna come back to haunt his ass, man. Mm-hmm. He's throwing his weight around right now because he's in office. But man, I'm telling you, New Yorkers have fucking far reach in everything. Everything. You know, it's a bunch of motherfuckers that's born here that he gonna need to, you know, maneuver his way around. Ain't nobody gonna do business with this guy. He gonna be a, he gonna be in a, a, a world of shit when he gets out of office. He really is, man. 
Yeah, that, that just shows the, the self-serving narcissist he is. He can be yeah. in a world full of shit because yeah. ain't nobody I mean, gonna want to fuck with him. Yeah, ain't nobody gonna want to fuck with him. That's why they're paying that black lives matter to him. Yeah, they fuck yeah. with they fuck with them already. We we gonna get your ass back. Yeah. That's what New Yorkers do. Yeah, yeah, yeah we be quiet yeah. for now. We quiet for now, but but once we ready, exactly, oh, we gonna get your yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah. I want I want to see I want I want to see his ass sneak in the twenty one club now. No, you know he ain't getting it. Wow, that's crazy, man. Um, go ahead, Oof, man. crazy. I'm sorry, Matt. Go ahead. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna say because if you think about since he's been in office, this man has caused anxiety to the entire nation, if not the world. What his first few months damn near brought us to the to the brink of war with North Korea. Yep. And and never mind all the other up and down with the financial markets because of, because of him saying unknowledgeable un, uh, comments, and now yeah. and now this with this uh, pandemic. Yep. He's been the root cause of all of this anxiety that the country is going through. And even his own constituents are tired of this BS. I mean, man, even even all this police violence, you know what I mean? When you when you talk about when when Trump was up, I think he was he was giving a speech This was maybe before he was elected, but soon after he was elected and he was talking to the police. He was like, yeah, you know, when you're bringing these guys in, you know how you use that hand to protect their head and all that. I would, I, I would, I wouldn't use that hand, you know. So all along, he's been like, you know, you know, like letting the motherfucker know if you whip somebody ass, don't, don't worry about it. We got your back. Basically, that's what he's been saying, and that's why you seen on his watch. It's been so many motherfuckers that I got killed. Mm-hmm. The, the dude, the the guy, the guy. Get the, the fuck out of here! Uh, why the fuck you warming up? Get out of here! Benevolent Association and all that is a big ass Trump fan, a big mm-hmm. ass Trump supporter, and so you see trickle down. One of his guys not had his knee on fucking Floyd's neck. You see what I'm saying? Shit, the tree don't fall far. Exactly. Get the fuck out of here! What fucking warming up? Get out of here! It's crazy, man. Yeah, straight exactly. up. Man. Um, moving on to uh, another topic. Let's start with the, the NYPD um, union rep representative. Uh, this was his comments of the whole. George Floyd situation. Let me play this real quick. I read in the papers all week, we all read in the papers, that in the black community, mothers are worried about their children getting home from school without being killed by a cop. What world are we living in? That doesn't happen. It does not happen. I am not Derek Chavon. They are not him. He killed someone. We didn't. We are restrained. And you know what? I'm saying this to all the cops here. Because you know what? Everybody's trying to shame us. The legislators. The press. Everybody's trying to shame us into being embarrassed about our profession. Well, you know what? This isn't stained by someone in Minneapolis. It's still got a shine on it. And so do theirs. So do theirs. Stop treating us like animals and thugs and start treating us with some respect. Get the fuck out of here. What fucking warming up? Get out of here. Isn't isn't that ironic? Don't don't stop treating them like animals and thugs thugs. with some respect. Isn't that what they're supposed to be doing to the public? Welcome to being a black person in America. 
Yeah. Now you know how it, does, it feels. It doesn't feel, yeah, it yeah. doesn't feel good. You know? Oh, man. This shit is crazy. Shit you know, so I mean, funny. look, man. You know, you, you give what you get. And, and, and that's what, you know. That's what that, that's what the, that's what the cops fucking get, you know. You know, and, and it is it is systemic, you know what I mean. And you know, I, I get where the guy was coming from. Like there are some good cops. I get that. I totally get that. But if a motherfucking good cop gonna turn his back, as we saw in the George Floyd case, on a bad cop, then the whole shit is fucked up. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? So so that that equalizes it out. So the good cop don't get credit for being a good cop now because now you not turn your back and let all this other bullshit jump off. Freddie Gray. How many motherfuckers was in the back with him? You think everybody went along with that shit? Hell no. I bet you it was somebody that was on the sideline that was just had to sit and eat it, whether it was a rookie or, or the motherfucker that was just being complacent. Anyway, you're culpable. You're aiding and abetting. So you just as bad. So yeah, everybody, everybody's got to, you know, everybody got to take a piece of it and they got to clean that shit up. That's just mm-hmm. all it is. You know, I don't want to see a lawless land. You know, I don't want to see that shit because anarchy is crazy. But you do got to you got to fucking I don't know if you start from the bottom and build up. You, maybe you need some community policing or some community agents that's with the police. You know, you got to do a better job recruiting. You got to do something. But the shit is broken. The, the fucking system is broken. Here's the problem. We need to stop acting like the NYPD is not a fraternity. They protect their own. Yep. And I had a police officer say to me that the good cops should point out the bad cops. His response was, it's not that easy. Because it's the it's the it's the brotherhood and it's the culture of cops. It's a fraternity. So if you if you're gonna um speak truth to power there's also consequences of that good cop but what we're saying motherfucker you have to say something you yeah, have you, you have to put something. your career at risk there was cops a couple of years ago that actually testified in supreme court saying that that was working for the NYPD that was saying that they was giving strict orders to target black and latino men Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And none of that got national press. And they all lost their jobs for saying that. That's crazy. So it's crazy. You know, I I think that the the conversation still needs to keep happening between the community and cops. And all we want is accountability. If I if I go out. And shoot somebody, commit murder. The only right thing is for me to go by the book. I commit a murder, I go to jail. But every time, but every time it comes to a, <laughs> who's that? <a> bad... <laughs> Renee, is that you? No, no, I'm sorry, I'm not taking a shower. <laughs> I just try. I'm, I'm drinking some water right now. <laughs> Waterfall. About to throw you a rubber duck or something. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Damn, that was loud. I'm so sorry, guys. Continue. Uh, I didn't mean to. Basically, I was saying that we just want accountability and we do need the good cops to actually, you know, step up and say something or when they see something, 
that's wrong. That's all I'm just saying. Yeah. yeah. But we'll yeah. be but on the outside looking in, we need to understand that that for them good cops, it's it's also hard for them because whoever's they superior officer or something like that uh might not be a good person and it's also just like on the on the outside no snitching right so if you snitch there'd be consequences on your career when it comes to police mm-hmm. officers so at the end of the day you just have to make the right choice and the right decision and that's what we all just asking for cops good cops if you if you, we just mm-hmm. want accountability if you see something wrong or you know your partner ain't doing the right thing report that shit mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. report that shit I mean, I, I don't know how it works with internal investigations and shit like that, HR and, and the NYPD, but I mean, I mean, something has to give, you know, it's mm-hmm. and what the, the wrong message that everybody's getting out there with the, the fund, the police. We're not saying in police, period. We're not saying right. that. what we're saying is the money that you use for these police departments. NYPD has a one point three billion dollar budget for what? Right. For what? They should be Learn having, how to choke them off. They shouldn't be having tanks. Fuck you having tanks for? That's what the National Guard come in for. Yeah. Exactly. NYPD should not have tanks. Is, and a lot of that is all the military surplus from um, those de- desert storm conflicts exactly. that didn't get used. And you're talking about all of that wound up in municipalities? There's no no need for none of that. You're not walk, driving over landmines. Exactly. Exactly. It's crazy. Man. Um, I kind of have you know. I I always this is kind of a sensitive topic for me because I have a lot of family and friends who are in the force, mm-hmm. and I try not to talk about it too much because, um, you know they have shared in confidence. They're they're kind of story and what they're going through and and their take on everything especially nowadays what's going on mm-hmm. and like i said you know just just so you know i don't say anyone's business but i will say this there's a lot of conflict in between the system as well so it's almost like you're dealing with cops that not only does society um you know, hate them, want nothing to do with them, whether it's the good ones or the bad ones, because at this point, the, the few good ones are in the same basket as the bad ones, right? Um, it, it, there's also issues in the department mm-hmm. where a lot of cops do feel like this is kind of like a gang. And like, not only does society hate me, civilians hate me, like we're, we're the pigs, we're the monsters, we're all these things, but like, Nobody understands that, like, our own management, our own government doesn't have our back either. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why you're seeing, literally, have you heard that, that, like, there's been 300 cops that have quit, like, voluntarily quit this mm-hmm. year? Because they're just like, why would I fight for a country or do a job that's, like, I don't, not, not even respect, more like just, just you're treating us, like, almost like we're dispensable and, like, basically basically it's it's almost like how can i explain it like you work for a company that's shitting on you and then also like you're getting shit you're getting feedback as well so it's almost like they just feel alone a lot of them feel alone a lot of them feel like i'm a good cop i'm this i'm that and you're putting me in either an awkward situation or a situation where it's like why do i have to pay for this person and that person you know 
including the mayor, you know, what's going on with the mayor. And I just feel like some of the stories that I've heard from them is kind of like, wow, like, to be honest with you, I, I don't, I, I don't blame you. I don't blame you like for kind of doing what you needed to do in terms of like, even considering leaving the force, because it's almost like, it's just a very unfortunately shitty time. And it's sad because a lot of them did sign up with the intention to do good and to be the help the society needs, like to be a, a role officer, you know? And it's like, why would I work for someone that like wants me just as dead as the person on the street? Do you guys kind of understand what I mean? Like they just no, don't absolutely. care. Like we, they just feel very alone. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, but uh, no, go, go yeah, ahead. go ahead, finish. Yeah, but you know, you know, my my, you know, someone who's very close to me is disgusted with what happened with, um, you know, right. yeah, and. He's just like, you know, the, unfortunately, you know, he's like, this is as soon as that happened, he was like, oh, God, this is going to be a shit storm. Like he called it, you know, right. he was like, this is just like it's it's going to it's like that one bad apple that just rots everyone and everything. And I mean, I don't know if you guys heard, but they were going to go on strike. Fourth of July, a lot of cops did not um, come into work um, for no reason. They just decided not, not to. Right. Um right. And it's just like, I just feel like there's just different levels of corruption everywhere that the world is not seeing. They just seen the cops, the government, and that's it. And then certain civilians. And it's kind of like, there's just different levels of things that I'm kind of like, whoa, like, I don't even, I just feel like the world needs to be staged. <laughs> like We need like a, we need, we need to do this whole thing over. Like God needs to like, just shift everything over. And like, because it's just crazy, but you know, it's, it's just, it's hard because sometimes when I do talk about it, sometimes people can misinterpret what I'm saying and like kind of just take it as in like, Oh, well, you know, if you're pro the, the oppressed, you can't be neutral. Like if you chose neutrality, you're pro the oppressor. And I'm like, no, I just, I'm trying to be fair and I'm trying to see both sides of the story, you know? And I just, I do feel like, it, it, as long as when it comes to the police reform and all these things, I just feel like w- basically do what needs to be done, you know, but at the same time, don't take away kind like, I don't, I don't even know how to like explain it. Um, Definitely, yeah. but it's just, it's just something that's like, it's just really sad on both ends, like both, you know, everything that happened. And, and let me tell you something there is, I'm not going to say, Oh, you know, there's a lot of cops that I I have seen. Then I'm just like, wow, okay, like they just didn't. It, it was almost like, well, that that wasn't my problem, or if he just resisted the arrest, and I'm like, yeah, this is the reason why there's a yeah. problem to begin with, right, you know. Right, so right. it's just like a really confusing, really weird, really weird time right now. Yeah, um, yeah I think it, it's just a big ball of confusion, and and yeah, I, and, I, and, I yeah. think, and I think if we keep having these conversations, um, it, it's very simple. People like to make this like it's rocket science to solve this issue, yeah. and it's really easy to yeah. solve the issue. See, this whole Joy Floyd situation with all the riots and all this shit happening—all this shit could be avoided if you just arrest the officers that was involved. Why did it take? Right, three- right. Wait, hold on. Who? Somebody making? Uh, somebody making a drink or something? No. <laughs> oh, okay. 
<laughs> no, I'm, somebody I'm, taking another bath. <laughs> <laughs> they want to be extra clean. <laughs> no, what I was saying that all this could have been avoided if you just arrest the officers that was involved. Why did it take you three or four days to arrest these officers? I agree. That, that's what caused the big uproar. All this could have been avoided, and 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 this is the issue. It's like, like, like we know that there are good cops out there, right? I mean, it's obvious. I met some good cops. I know some good cops, right? But at the end of the day, we're not saying that all your job should be eliminated. You know, when we say defund yeah. the yeah. police or have police reform. What we're saying is we don't want another situation like George Floyd to happen. And for this, right. the reason why I played this, um, this, um, um, this recording of the NYPD um, reunion rep is another example why they're not listening. You're not, mm-hmm. hearing, you're not hearing us or what we're trying to say. You know, they're they, they taking this out of context. We, we're not saying that all your jobs should be gone. What we're saying is, is that when we say defund the police or police reform, we what we're saying is, is that some of that money that's going towards police was a, a ridiculous amount of money should be going back in the communities they're actually serving. Mm-hmm. So if police is getting $1.3 billion dollars, uh, and and a budget, uh, and a recently, I forgot what state it was. Um, the mayor actually took a hundred million dollars of the money that was going towards the police um, budget. He took a hundred million dollars of that and put that in the community, and he gave it to local leaders uh, <coughs> to use the funds or what whatever they needed in that community, whether it was after school programs, whether it was like for tutoring and and, and stuff like that, schools. No, uh, accessories, um, plant, whatever they needed needed in that community, that money was going towards that. So when we say we, we um, fund the police, we're not saying that there should be no more police in the United States. That's just fucking stupid. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It should be law and order. But what we're saying is, is that the, the ridiculous amount of money that is going into the police department. It should be also going to the, the communities that's actually being served. Mm-hmm. Yep, cut that, cut that funding. Yeah. Slow down I them think, donuts um, and reform. To add to, uh, if I may, to, I think to add to some of what Bernice is saying, um, if you ever get the chance to watch uh, a documentary called Crime and Punishment, it touches on some of the. Um, internal conflict going on with NYPD with uh, trying to fight that internal corruption. And um, it follows a few officers. Uh, I believe some were stationed out in Brooklyn and uh, a few out in the Bronx. And one, he he actually wound up being bullied out of the force because he was standing up for what was right. And And they began to target him and bully him. And so not only every every time he put his uniform on, he's going out there to try to be that good cop. Now he also, he's not only worried about what else might be coming at home normally in that job as a threat, but he doesn't know the brothers in blue that's supposed to have his back if they don't really have a target on his back or not. Right. And he eventually wound up leaving, leaving the force. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? 
and it's sad for the ones out there that they put that uniform on and they take the oath and they hold themselves accountable to it. But once they get put in that environment where now it's peer pressure to, to either ignore or conform to, to whatever negativity is going on, um, it, it gets wild. But like you said, with the, uh, that PBA president, um, he could, he definitely could have worded that differently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think the public all, all together is trying to, uh, target them directly as the way he's insinuating the people are just tired because exactly. I, I remember back in the day they a lot of cars used to have that slogan on it to protect and serve mm-hmm. now they might as well just put on the side of their doors to enslave and punish mm-hmm. because that, that yeah because that <laughs> that seems to be the the modus operandi that's been going on lately Mm-hmm. And it's and it puts a lot of cops in a dangerous position. Mm-hmm. You you know not only um, out doing their duty, but within their own ranks, because mm-hmm. you don't know when you might get set up just because you are trying to be that stand up guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's what, and that's what I was saying. Is is like mm-hmm. the, the good cops get put in a hard position because they do want to say something, but whoever um, is a person officer or is something like that are crooked or whatever it's hard to you know overcome that and 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 that's that's totally understandable um but i mean something has to give i mean and it's it's really simple it's not a rocket science you know it's either you're gonna do good or you're gonna do bad it can't be it can't be the gray area no, it can't, it can't be the great. I, I think, man, like one thing, and it, I, mean, I know this ain't the all fix, but I think each each um, each uh, municipality, I don't care if it's like two cops or it's fucking Marbury RFD, one cop, a sheriff, only, it, it, they need a independent oversight committee because you can't have the police policing themselves. You just can't, you know, and then when you have a police union. Obviously, the union sticks up for the police. You know, there are some great police out there. And so, you know, with an oversight committee, that'll help weed that shit out. You know, in an oversight committee, it shouldn't it should be a mixture of both civilian and and, and civil people, because you can't just have like, you know, one group of people. It's got to be a group of people. And and so uh, I think that's what it's going to have to be. You know, something happened, a shooting or something like that. It goes to an independent ass uh, person. If they figure the person didn't do it, they get off. And if not, they get they get convicted. But you got to have some transparency, and you need somebody that's that's represented from the community because you can't have the police policing themselves. And I think that's what that's what's going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, for this NYPD period, just for the, the the union boss to actually say that, you know, to actually crazy. say that, you know, it, it is crazy because you got so many cases that that happened. In New York, you got Amanu Dia, you got Sean Bell, oh, you had Eric Gardner, you had so many cases. Exactly, you had yeah. so many cases of this, and you want to just act like like this is new. It just <laughs> don't happen. <laughs> it just don't happen. Shit, yeah, it does. It really does. And then, uh, how about the poor boy out in in uh, what's that Seattle? That was really fucking sad, right? Yeah, that was sad. You guys know about the boy in Seattle? I mean, I mean, you talking about a non-threat? This guy. I mean, that was so fucking sad. And then lately, you see the fucking people in Michigan, people that lost their mind, the couple that pulled the gun on the, on the family at Chipotle. You guys see that shit? 
No, I didn't see. The- yeah, yeah, I saw that. The the girl that had the gun out on the family. Yeah, yeah. This motherfucker pulls a, a him, her and a man, two Glocks on a family because they oh, just yeah. it, it was the craziest shit in the world. They yeah, got and arrested and all that. But and they're that, both lawyers, right? Had that shit been flipped, it'd have been two dead black people in the fucking parking lot if they'd have pulled uh, a gun on 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 some white people at Chipotle. Get the fuck out of here! It's crazy. This world is crazy. Yeah, but what you gonna do? Yeah. Uh oh, Venice got disconnected. She always get disconnected at this stage. No, I'm sorry, I'm not <laughs> a, a couple, I think there were lawyers that that pulled their guns out. Oh, oh my yeah, god! Oh, wow. yes. The family at Chipotle. Yeah, that was crazy, man. I mean, Jesus. and I said, yeah, had that been the flip side. It would have been two dead black people with you know a couple fucking burrito bowls in their hand. You know what I mean? It was fucking crazy, man. And they, I, I guess they got arrested, but still, it, again, that's just like the person at Central Park. You know, that she wouldn't have pulled a, a, a gun on nobody else, like another white person. They might have had an argument, but they feel that they have to. You know, white people feel that they try to you know have to you know control black people with violence and all that. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah, and now you got people trying to say, oh, that, that's a racial slur. Oh, shit, this is whatever. Well, lucky I got the first one. Vertical yeah. came, came out with the Thanos celebration. I know. Seriously, like. That was funny. Oh, I've heard gosh. people call, if you get back, female Karens. You know Karen, you know Karen, right? Karen from Hello? Hello. Thanos. My God, I was talking to myself like a freaking bum on the train. For like a minute. Don't be a Karen. You gave us the Thanos. Oh my God. Why is this so rapid? That's why they cut off. Yeah, I agree with that. That was hilarious. They got for the mixer. Like a social media. Like, I can edit it. Like, okay. We actually put a social You know. When it comes to like Uncle Ben's uh, and your mama and all that, shit. The, uh, you just take it too. Is they taking it too overboard? Oh, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, that was crazy, man. I mean, and I said that is a good question. Yeah, I'm glad we're talking about that. It's like they're trying to make fun of me. Oh, you want you want change? That's crazy, man. And I guess they got arrested, but still. It, again, that's just that's like, like the person that's at the Central Park. You know, they, she wouldn't have pulled a uh, uh, gun on nobody else, but another white person. They might have had an argument, but they feel that they have, you know, themselves. white people feel that they, they try get, to, you know, have to, you know, control black people with is, violence and all that. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. This is crazy. That's not. And that's not the first time. Absolutely. Well, I think the hate and everything. 
in, in that video so when you actually together. talk about she tried with, to make, um, like, like she was the victim aware of, but she's the exactly. one with all the three Breonna Taylor exactly. and Luke Floyd all within the course of a jump me and some shit like that all of that just came about? to light in front of Chipotle yeah, mm-hmm. the height of and she had kids with her it was a mother with kids with her man these companies they just get out of hand man if the black community may not act out violently but oh my god i just really saw that really meme and i was like i cannot so i cannot the way it is exactly that's when and that's when they can started. and karen all these yeah. other yeah. companies and, that, yeah. and now you got oh we're trying to say oh that's, that's a racial slur out there what happened before what is it called ken and karen yeah Right. Uh, you know, that so you know, right. position to try Seriously, to get that right. brand loyalty. I've heard people call uh, so female Karen. You know Karen. You know Karen, right? Karen uh, from uh, yeah, you know, uh, Goodfellas. Also, Karen. Karen, how do I do that? Come on, man. Don't be a Karen now. No, absolutely. You know, this is this is the chance to go. This is the time to go after it. I mean, you know, exactly. We got, you know, like all that. You know, we got our foot on the gas. You know, and so you know, we got to, you know, I think the, you know, corporations are trying to throw bones and all that, but we can't be, you know, we can't be fool with fool's gold. That that's that's fine that you're gonna change the Redskins name. That's fine that you're gonna do that. They even they even gave us a fucking black bachelor. You see what I'm saying? And so is you know that's fine that you're doing all that, but we want some real fucking change. You know, we want to see more people in office. We want to see more people. You know, that's coaches. We want to see more you know, people that's representative. Yeah, you know, in front office. You know, like they when our people are on the field oh, and all that shit. So we can't take our foot off the gas on that. But to answer your question, Jeff, I think I think Aunt your mama and all that. maybe it is a little derogatory, but I think that is kind of a like that's going. That's that's like that's like all the way going overboard on some shit. Like I say, we didn't ask for a fucking black black. All of a sudden, because the black bachelor is all of a sudden in play. Get the fuck exactly. out of here. You know what I mean? That's not. Don't be giving me all this little bullshit. We want some real change. We'll take that. You know, I hope the brother go on there. I hope he put a sister or somebody, you know, somebody of color. But anyway, you can't pick a Karen on a black bachelor. You know, he might get that in there. All of that just came to like you can't change the height of racial sensitivity. Just just reach like if you start calling it Uncle Cletus or Cleophis, then I'm taking fences of if the black community may not act out violently. Right. Yeah. But I, I yeah. think it's really the imagery, yeah, like the black blade, but yeah, but they they are going. They they did that's like you know overcompensating, like you know how people do it. That that's just that's exactly. that's the that's, that's, that's the white race overcompensating. I hate to say that all my white friends, but it really is. Oh, it's just just the social pacifier. Try, yep. to try to take the edge we're, we're, we're and with them that, taking uh, down the statues and all right. like yeah you, right. you know so Robert i think it's only because position is racist a long time ago loyal but yet you still want to glorify the person that so they don't pull away and digress exactly but you want to glorify 
also <laughs> other stats for the past couple of weeks. Yeah. And you're just We're now deciding to see let's take this statue of black owned businesses uh, like Mississippi just voted to no, absolutely. Uh, remove the absolutely. Confederate. Uh, you know, this is this is the chance to go this yeah. is the time to go after it. I mean you know, we got, you know, like all that yeah, that Max said, you know, we got our foot on the gas. You know, and so, you know, we got to, you know, I think, you know, corporations are trying to throw bones and all that, but we can't be, you know, we can't be fooled with fool's gold. That's fine that you're going to change the Redskins name. That's fine that you're going to do that. They even they even gave us a fucking black bachelor. You see what I'm saying? And so, you know, that's fine that you're doing all that, but we want some real fucking change. You know, we want to see more people in office. We want to see more people, you know, that's coaches. We want to see more, you know, people that's representative, you know, in front office, you know, when our people are on the fields and all that shit. So we can't take our foot off the gas on that. But to answer your question, Jeff, I think, I think, uh, had your mama and all that, you know, maybe it is a little derogatory, but I think that is kind of a like, that's going, that's, that's like, that's like all the way going overboard on some shit. Like I say, we didn't ask for a fucking black, black bachelor. All of a sudden, the black bachelor is all of a sudden, wait, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? They don't be, don't be giving me all this little bullshit. We want some real change. We'll take that. You know, I hope we'll never go in there. I hope we put I mean, I, somebody, I personally you know, don't want to be on a black Take my pancakes away from me. Yeah, they're literally the best pancakes ever. You know, to be honest with you, at first I got really like scared. I thought that they meant they were going to take like, they were just going to take down the whole production, like the whole business. It's like the imagery, yeah. I was like, so what are we stuck with now, Hungry Jack? Hell no. Yeah, but they they are going. They 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 like yeah. just leave her alone like it's not like it's you know it's not really affecting us we're very proud of our history and whatnot and i'm just like whether you know the fact that it was obviously a tainted history it's almost like she's part of she's a legend like she's a pancake legend either which way so it's like yeah um, yeah, and this is cool. Is it some shit you just gotta leave alone? It's like, I, 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 didn't, I didn't hear or see any black people protesting Uncle Ben's and Aunt Jemima. I didn't hear nobody protesting. That shit just came out of nowhere. It's like, oh, it's your mama and Uncle Ben. Like, what? I, I, I don't agree on that one. protesting that shit? I didn't, I didn't see anybody. That shit came from the corporation. You know, like, Oh, yeah. Breakfast matters. There's even breakfast matters. I believe there's a new one. Oh, man. I think I hit the bewitching hour, guys. Oh, man. Oh, damn. It's 9 o'clock already? Yeah. We only got one topic left. So let's want to get this topic done. Those are the people they want to Okay. All right. So this is the Vanessa Gilliam situation. Uh, she was a U.S. Air Force lieutenant. 
Um, she would miss an, an I mean, I, I personally uh, don't want like Angelina to go anywhere. Uh, like, before, take my pancakes away from me. Yeah, they're literally the best pancakes ever. You know, to be honest with you, at first I got really like scared. I thought that they meant. And they were gonna take like the, they were just gonna take the, down the whole production, no. like the whole business. Yes. Like I, I was like, so what are we stuck with now? Hungry with Jack? Hell no. Big ass pancakes. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, evidence. whether, you know, the fact that it was uh, obviously a tainted history, it's almost like she's part of, she's a legend. <laughs> like, she's exactly. a pancake legend, either exactly. which way. So it's like, she's a breakfast legend. Yeah, and the syrup too. She's just some shit, just gotta leave it alone. It's like, I didn't hear or see any black people protesting Uncle Ben's and Aunt your mama. I didn't hear nobody protesting. That shit just came out of Nowhere. That, that she like, oh, it's your mama, Like, what? Oh, I, I, I don't yeah. agree on that one. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. that shit. I didn't. I didn't yeah. see like, anybody. That shit came from the corporation. You know, like, like I need to go with yeah. yeah. I start changing. Breakfast. Somehow she was breakfast uh, matters. Right? Breakfast matters. Oh man, I think I hit the bewitching hour, guys. Oh man. Oh damn, it's nine o'clock already. Yeah. All right, we only got one topic left, so let's get this topic done and we out of here. Okay. All right. So this is the Vanessa Gilliam um, situation. Uh, she was a yeah. Air Force lieutenant. She went missing in April. Uh, her remains were found like two weeks ago. Uh, later, before that, she had told her family that and friends that she had sexually harassed by her superior. Uh, the male person that molested her was killed. Between oh, he killed the, himself. The civilian and, court and the military and, and his name has not been out uh, yet. Mm. What, what do you guys suicide. think about the situation mm. with Vanessa? Mm. And also, what do you guys think yeah, about the culture? I, I think this is like uh, when it comes to the uh, army. It's a totally sad story. A lot of uh, corruption, but it's army. not the first. So <laughs> when it comes to hey. our hey. When it comes to our army and our military, uh, a lot of things do get cover up. And I think we need to mutilated. Yeah, a lot of things back around. Sorry, that was. That's me. Yeah, that was me. Sorry. This is supposed to be your phone on mute. Can take another bath? Sorry. Um, okay, go ahead. Okay. She was in her early 20s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was saying about, yeah, so I was saying about uh, this uh, sad uh, current situation with uh, 
inside of the situation I know there's a lot of cases that um are similar to this situation you know, a lot of people get caught up in it's going to be a full investigation for eyes and mindset that um, um, say anything about the military, based investigation because a lot of people are being sexualized in the army, you know, so it may this may get dragged out for a while between the the civilian corps and the military, especially with the to take care of veterans who are fighting either they overseas or they here whatever fighting for us and make sure that they yeah, also I, I think this is like uh that they okay it's a and totally sad story situation not okay. uh, but it's not and the first something so when it comes to our um it has to be when it comes to our army and military for a lot of things for do get cover up like Vanessa. and I think we need I hear so many sexual harassment cases and a lot of noise in the background of France that's in the army that that's sorry that was you see it yeah sorry this is with your phone on mute you know you take it another bag okay sorry okay go ahead yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was saying, about, mm. yeah, uh, yeah. I, just quickly for me, man. I, I just thought it was a sad situation. A very beautiful young lady and lost her life. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, her parents, her family, entrusted oh federal God, government with her life. And, you know, look what happened to her. And, 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 and again, like you know, you know, like you said, James, not the first hey, time I, I've heard I, I, you know say, stuff like, about uh, this. They made a fucking movie about it. I watched it. No, like you moving? Inside uh, in the army and still on welfare, and I just think it's just ridiculous. Uh, you know, you know, again, I've been watching some old movies. Uh, well, you know, I forget what Furious you know, told Trey, man, don't ever go to the army. So, you know, I was I was definitely old enough not to have gone then when I first heard that, but I, I tell myself the same shit. You know, military might be for some people, but uh, I don't like motherfuckers telling me what to do. That's why I don't like the electric slide and all that old shit. You know, you ain't gonna tell me, you know, don't tell me, stop, slide. 
slides. That's right. Yeah, you know, yeah, I might want to dip and I want to dip and dab. Slides on the right. Three times. No, what if I want to go four times? So anyway, you know, based on that, you know, military ain't no way for not for me or mine. And that situation with that young lady just was fucking heartbreaking, man. Just hard. Whatever fight for us. Um, for me, I've been following the story for a while now. And I definitely feel like it's something it's bullshit. Like there's a lot of conspiracy with the story. Um, um, like you know who did it, and 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 the guy who hung him, who killed himself, and all these things. And it's just heartbreaking. Like this story has been haunting me, to be honest. It's like one of those things that's like I can't believe that that happened. Like right now in this day and age, this year, on top of everything. Um. And it's just like, I totally believe that there is a lot more to the story. Mm. Um, I don't know who the heck this guy is that did that. That's a very beautiful young lady. You know, the one that's really, the the one thing that I will say is that why didn't she drop a name? Again, like, like why you know, did she you know, speak like up? You said, Jay, it's not the first time because, I've heard, you know, you know stuff this, about this. They made a fucking no movie about it. I watched it. A Few Good Men, you know what I mean? You see that, you know, play out a thousand times over. You know, it's kind of like, it's kind of what happens with the last topic that we were talking about, you know, in the confines of the NYPD. I think that happens within any large group, you know, that, you know, they try to police themselves or either try to take care of themselves or try to ostracize one another. And so it's a lot of infighting going on. And I think the biggest infighting is amongst her family US, she didn't uh, say who it was she didn't identify uh, the, the person army, I don't think she just kept you know, saying someone someone wages. like in my, you know that are, I mean, she right. in, in, uh, in, in the army and still on welfare and I just think it's ridiculous you know you know again you know forget what Furious told Trey man don't ever go to the army so you know I was I was definitely old enough not to have gone then when I first heard that but I tell myself that same shit you know military might be for some people that's why I don't like the electric slide and all that old shit you know you ain't gonna tell me don't tell me something slide slide yeah you know I might want to dip and I want to dip and dab what if I want to go four times so anyway you know based on that you know military ain't no way no, not for me or mine military. and that situation with that young lady just was fucking heartbreaking man just forward and up front um for me i've been following the story for a while now and i definitely feel like it's on the front it's bullshit like there's a lot of conspiracy with the story um um, like you know who did so, it and and so all the, and who, the guy who hung him uh, who killed himself dress. and all these yeah, things right. mm-hmm. and it's just mm-hmm. heartbreaking like it, it, this story has been haunting me to be levels. honest it's like one you know of those things so that's like i can't believe that that happened like right now in this day and age this year on top of everything um and it's just like i totally believe that but i feel like look at what happened now like she's literally she's dead and and it's almost like why i don't know 
bitch, who the heck? I, I just, it's, it's horrible. This guy is, it's the like, did that, why did she fucking speak that's, up, that's, you know? Like, you I, know, it's just, at this point, the it's, one that's it's hard. Really, at, like, the, the really, one thing if, that I will say, the truth is not is out that yet. She really why didn't say what was. Like, I mean, obviously, someone has to know. Yeah. Like, yeah. why didn't she yeah. speak up when she was alive? You know? Sexual harassment. Just known people who are for you sometimes. It's just like the NYPD or any other police officer. And it do take some time for the actually it's kind of suicidal yeah. you know because especially you know, it's, when you're like, with somebody it's they like, don't want to call but like don't even to her family like she uh, well according to what they're saying i'm not really too sure to be honest with you because of what i've read but they're saying that even to her family she didn't say who or what she didn't identify the person she just started saying someone someone like in my you know i mean she obviously she knew who it was but you know it was something behind that because that could have been she didn't have the time to say the god yeah the god name haven't been Announced yet, so, so we don't. And know I feel like was, this uh, is unfortunately it took he had to be, you know for me, her death no, to kind no of be an example like to, to many result. other people in the future. Of course, but obviously, of course. women so, in, uh, in the military higher, that like you like, just can't sleep it, on stuff it, it, like that. You know, like, you can't let the fear paralyze you to speak up. You know, um. And if, if this is going to cause a ripple effect and kind of open that can of worms that has healed for a very long time, then so be it. It's about time that it happens, you know? I'm pretty sure there's tons of cases. Because you never know the light has to be If you come out and say something, then... A you public know, conversation during that meantime, you might be crucified by this at the military at the, and at the a certain you know, time has on passed. You might be resurrected. That we don't you know, have so to say so in that. It, it, it kind of it, it money could work out for you. You know, military. It, it, it so leads you to another so job. Certain situations like this, it might lead you to starting your own organization. That's all I'm saying. Harassed, sexual molested, and military such a non-profit. You know what I'm saying? So in certain situations, it's a lot of things that family so or fear. Part workers, is something like that is because he probably certain was, people have to get over or she no, but it might, yeah. take, it might take time but, but i feel like, like look at what happened now like she's literally she's heart. dead and yeah. and and it's you know, almost like why day, like right, i just it's it's horrible it's like, right, it's like why didn't she fucking speak up you know like i it's just at this point it's it's hard mm -hmm. you can't like if really if the truth is not out yet she really didn't say well why like i mean obviously but and i get it 2022 Sexual harassment. I read you in nineteen. I do watch it's for you, time. You know, it's like it's gonna be hard to believe you because and it do take some time for and said something about it to actually come out and say, you know, maybe you know, because especially when you work, you know, popular or hard, known the closest reality show with the company that you work for, certain types of money like that, and you want to come out and say, I report ninety-two. You know, it's gonna look funny. You know what I'm saying? and that's. The problem. Very, very. It's very a tough like, situation. You I agree with you. Like, she could have Bill Cosby was raping all these people in, in the sixties, the fucking seventies, no, and she didn't have the shit. time to say, you know, because the motherfucker it, actually I mean, choked them. If you would have came out back then, yeah. you could have destroyed <laughs> Bill Cosby. Career. And I feel like this is unfortunately, mm -hmm. it you, you know, her death to kind of be an example to many other people in the future, but obviously women in the military that like you just can't speak on stuff like that. You know, you can't let the fear paralyze you to speak up you know and if this is going to cause a ripple effect and kind of open that can of worms that has been sealed for a very long time then so be it it's a 
of all time that it happened. You know, because I'm pretty sure there's tons of cases. This is because you never know the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm just I'm just saying this. If you know, if you do come out, if you do come out and say something, it's actually know that's scary. He doing that meantime, you might be crucified by this certain segments in his comedy. Certain time has passed. His wife and his kids, you know, this you know, actually married. And then kind of start could work out your um actually explaining your story or whatever. You went back to the hotel with him. So why would you go back to the hotel with him when you know he's a harassed, sexual molested, and it's funny like that. So. You, you have to see a lot of stuff that might happen after that. So that's, the that's fear part that. is something that something. certain right people away. has to get over, you know. But it might yeah. take, it might take time. But at the if you got to just follow your heart, and you know, at the end of the day, if it's right and and they feel like it's right that you have to say something about, then you have to say something. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't wait 20 or 30 years later to say something. That's what makes shit look fishy, fishy nowadays. Mm-hmm. Because I rape, yep. if I rape you in 1992, you come out in 2022 saying I raped you in 1992. And, you know, it's like it's going to be hard to believe you because you could have came forward and said something about it. But, you know, maybe it, it maybe my situation, I might be, you know, popular or I might be on a, a a reality show getting uh, certain types of money like that and then you want to come out and say I raped you in 1992 it's going to look funny you know what I'm saying and and that's certain that's the problem with certain people like you got to say something right away like if Bill Cosby was raping all these people in in the 60s and the fucking 70s and 80s and shit you know I mean if you would have came out back then you could have destroyed Bill Cosby career Mm-hmm. Especially if you're, especially if you're a Caucasian woman, all these mm-hmm. all these Caucasian women talking about Bill Cosby raped them in the sixties, seventies, eighties, and all that, and they that he did certain things to them, like they could have really destroyed Bill Cosby's career because of the <laughs> white privilege. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that so you coming out years later, you know, well, well, all these other people's coming out, it, it's kind of fishy because you know. It, it kind of make it seem like you were actually down for the cause, because this is a, a not to get into it, but I'm just I'm just say this: if you if you know this man is internationally know that's married, he he has these um certain segments in his comedy act that his wife and his kids know that you know this man actually married, and then you start your um actually explaining your story. That you went back to the hotel with him, so why would you go back to the hotel with him when you know he's a international, you know, married man? Right, so, right. It's funny like that. So you have to say something right away, and that's that's how I just feel about that. You just have to say something right away. Don't just wait someone out of years later and say something. It's just like R.I.P. to her, you yeah, know. R.I.P. to Vanessa Gillum. So. Yeah, it's so tragic. And to um, also her friend who had basically made, you know, spilled the details and then all of a sudden, or added more to the story. Right. And then all of a sudden she died in a fatal car crash as well. I just feel like it's, yo, this is like worse than this Ep- than the Epstein story. Like Jesus, like anyone that opens their mouth is like. And I don't think that's my mistake. You have 24 <laughs> hours to live. I don't think that's my mistake. I think that's. She she's being told to be shut up. 
100%. From the superiors of who, who want to keep this on the wraps, you know? Yeah. 100%. Mm-hmm. Everything is suspicious. Exactly. I mean, you never know. Mm-hmm. All right. Anybody got anything on that they want to add? I'm good. Good. Everybody good? All right. So, um, this is the end of Conversations, episode 17. This is our season finale of season two. Season three, we were starting later in July. Uh, We got some special announcements that's going to be announced over the weeks with sponsors and uh, certain guests that's going to be on the show. But as of right now, to uh, um, our fans, we just want to say, Thank you for supporting uh, the podcast and all the comments and messages that you leave and all the likes and shares that you actually bring to Sauce Conversations. Just want to thank you. And we're going to just keep this ship, keep on um, selling, you know, and, and you know, the uh, uh, Saucy um, crew want to say something yes. to the fans. Thank you guys so much for following us for this long being you know a supporter and we just we can't believe it's been three years and we wouldn't make it this far without you and we just got so much more in store for you guys so thank you yeah yeah happy anniversary uh to you know definitely to the saucy conversation crew definitely and and, and to uh, all the saucy uh listeners out there all mm-hmm. over you know, wherever you at, you know what I mean? You know, you're in the NY, you're in the motor, ATL, where you at? Honk down, you know. Uh, we've been bringing it to you. I hope we continue to bring it to you again, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I enjoyed every minute of it, and I uh, look forward to, you know, some uh, more conversations. Saucy conversations. Yeah. All right, Mac. All right, people. Thank, thank you for the time. It's been three years, 36 months of uh, <laughs> listening to us. <laughs> wow. All the, a lot of uh, tipsy spilled drinks. <laughs> right. It's by, That's right. On top of the close. Yeah, but we, we appreciate you for rocking out, please, and uh, look forward to rocking out a bit longer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, don't forget to follow us on uh, social media, Facebook, that's Sauce Conversation with S at the end, Instagram with a Z at the end. Um, go to our YouTube page, subscribe to us. Uh, shout out to our sponsors, uh, Click A Vodka, uh, Zodiac Cigars, and Anchor FM, which is the app that we're using to record on. Um, we got a new logo um, that'll be posted up soon on our Instagram and Facebook pages. Uh, we got a spin off show coming off called. I can't tell you the name. We gotta wait for a couple of weeks for that, but <laughs> but it's definitely coming. And we appreciate uh, everybody who actually uh, supported the podcast. Um, shout out to um, uh, Dad, Renise, and um, Mac. I appreciate you for being on the show. All the uh, social alumni who uh, contributed to this season, and all the new social alumni that was on the show. We appreciate you for being on the show. And season three is gonna be uh, a big bang on the first episode. So y'all stay tuned on that. All right. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah. Everybody, peace. There's been so many things that's held us down. But now it looks like things are finally coming around. 